0: Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward-Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dykeward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dykeward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy.
1: Join to my soul. Join
2: to my soul. Now it's testimony time. Today we have two testimonies. One of the testimonies is about miracle money, which I know you are right? you got to receive and it. tap. And the other is about healing. Amen. So put your hands together for our first testimony from Vera of the Dancing Stars. Remix, put your hands together for Sedinam of the Greater Love Gospel Choir. Alright, Sedinam please introduce yourself to us.
3: Hello, my name is Sedinam from the Greater Love
2: Gospel Choir and the Bwedi Kadosh Choir. She's for eight. See why many of the Christians don't come and share testimonies. Any <laughs> Please continue your testimony.
3: Tell us what happened. Okay, so my testimony is about divine inter- interference and protection and okay. deliverance.
2: Please continue.
3: Okay, so during the COVID season, I used to have intense fear that I was going to die young. Merci. So I texted Lady Reverend. Okay. And then she spoke to me, but she kept checking up on me. So when I came to school last semester, it became worse. Because I couldn't even sleep. Merci. And then sometimes I wake up suddenly Merci. and I see... A millipede on my bed, a what a millipede, mercy. <laughs> so, one of the instances I took a video and I sent it to Lady Reverend, okay. And she asked me to anoint my bed, wow. And Lady Pastor Yvonne also asked me to anoint my room some time wow. ago. So, and <laughs> there was this particular Sunday I was coming to church, and <laughs> when I stepped out of my door, I saw a snake,
2: mercy. <laughs> So and clearly, you can say the devil was out to get here. So, what changed? What happened? Said you Okay, so after the first
3: incident, after I anointed my bed, I haven't had any incidents of just waking up to see a millipede on my bed. And then when I anointed the room too, I could sleep. I wasn't well. having those usual fear mm-hmm. and things Anymore. like
2: that. Okay, and also, but but it didn't end there. I didn't end there. Continue, but it didn't
3: end there. I was still having constant fear of I was going to die, I was going to die. But um, we had um, the all nine service with Bishop, okay, Bishop Sam, yeah, okay, Bishop Francis Sapon, okay, and that night he called out for people who were feeling the pressure of death and things okay. like that
0: so when i came
3: to him he actually prayed for me okay. but i was still feeling <laughs> i was feel, i was still feeling that way but Tony but was a feeling okay but after the all night service with prophet makaya
2: how many of you were at the all night service with prophet makaya it wasn't easy for us here at all. If you didn't come here, I, I, I don't know what to say to you. Like, I don't know. Okay, continue. What happened at the all night? At the all night,
3: um, he spoke about people who hear voices and their name. Came for. And I experienced that a lot. I can just hear my name. And when I turned, I asked, oh, please, did anyone come in? No one called me, but I kept hearing voices. So you came forward. So I came forward. And when we were going back, he said I should come back. And when I came back, he mentioned that he had seen that they've cut my heart into pieces. So he prayed for a new heart for me. And then I remember he gave me something to drink. And then afterwards, like I felt very better. No, I do not experience anything.
2: I don't usually get this. You don't thoughts. wake up feeling like you're going to no. die. You don't see snakes and millipedes again. I think it's a good place for you to put your hands together for the Lord. The Lord sent a prophet. To divinely intervene and deliver us from the walls of the enemy. Amen. So Sadina, what would you like to tell the church? Especially people who don't like coming for all nights and programs. Like anytime there's a service in church, it's like, oh, this one there is not for me. What what would you like to tell them?
3: Okay, so i don't think mommy just gets up and organizes activities for wow. us it's actually divinely placed wow because i know that every every time i experienced something and then i got better it was because of an activity or a something certain change like that. that mommy has implemented in the church wow. so i like to encourage everybody that if there's any program just come you don't know where your healing is going to come from or your deliverance you don't know when it's going to happen and then we are going to have a program this, this week. coming week. So you should be there. Don't use school as an excuse.
2: Come for the program and you'll be blessed. Amen. Put your hands together one more time for setting up.
4: Your hand clap is very, very weak. I didn't say put your hands together for your boy or your girl or your roommate, put your hands together for the living God. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you excited to be in church this morning? Do you believe you are in the best church in the world? If you believe it, give the Lord a shout. Look at your neighbor. If your neighbor is not shouting, ask your neighbor, My neighbor, why? You poor or what? My neighbor, don't you believe you are in the best church? Hallelujah. And we are in the best church because we have the best pastor in the world. Oh, I say we are in the best church because we have the best pastor in the world. A pastor who loves us, a pastor who is always feeding us with the word of God, a pastor who is concerned. With every area of our life. Hallelujah. And that is why she will wake up every morning praying over you and she will send you prayers when you are writing your exams. You cannot find such a pastor anywhere in this world. So if you believe we have the best pastor in the world, we are about to be blessed once again by my pastor, your pastor, our prophet, E.S. Joy Felipe. Bruce, put your hands together.
5: Put your hands together for the Lord this morning Hallelujah I said for the Lord I didn't say for yourself come on out a shout thank the Lord hallelujah amen amen Father thank you for another opportunity to gather in your church to be together to fellowship to hear your word. we don't take it for granted we pray that your spirit will be with us lord let preaching be easy in jesus name spirit of god have your way do what you will do and say what you will say and at the end of our time here this morning may we know that we have met with you let your presence be here spirit of god in jesus name amen and amen before you take your seat find your bible find your bible if your next door neighbor doesn't have the bible tell you ask him how long are you going to take how long I'm seeing some of my leaders cry. You are coming to use your phone to receive. Well, what was wrong with you? It's your last. If I'm saying that we are reintroducing physical Bible, you do not carry your physical Bible. Who should carry? Lift up your Bible. Let's make a confession this morning, please. If you've got pornography on your phone, it will not help you to lift it and make a call. Con- the things you are saying when you are saying, "I have what it says, I have, I can have it again," It's not. It's not. 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 Come on lift it up and let's go this is my Bible I am what it says I am I have what it says I have I can do what it says I can do today I'll be taught the Word of God I'll never be the same never 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 I'll never be the same in Jesus name amen and amen God bless you take your seat Hallelujah. Wow. Well, it's another week. Oh. Hey, eh, you are taking it for granted that you will see the other week, eh? Ask your neighbor, are you taking it for granted? Just this morning, we just heard some man of God has just passed, just like that. Oh. No warning, no announcement, no nothing. And eh, you are here, you are alive, you won't say that. Oh. What? It's the grace of God. Amen. It's what? The grace of God. Hallelujah. Now, I want to just make a couple of announcements this morning. Um, by all means, there'll be announcement time, but I always want to repeat it because sometimes when announcements are coming, you just blank out your mind as usual. Yes, and then you do like you haven't heard. This week, we have the Art of Evangelism Conference. Amen. And... Those of you in the middle, you are annoyed Because I said we have Art of Evangelism Conference At the back, you are annoyed Participate in the service You are not that old yet Amen The Art of Evangelism Conference Is a conference we host right here In the house Yes, in this house, we had it last year We're having it again this year Amen The conference is for you Never mind who else is coming The conference is for you Because some of you, from January to date, your bank account of souls is empty. You have brought nothing. Yeah. And last year, we listened to some seasoned men of God and we were really... It helped so much. But you were home. So you didn't have the opportunity to attend. This year, by the grace of God, you are here. Amen? I said, this year, by the grace of God, you are here. And the men of God... are coming to preach to you are not just seasoned men of God they are jewels in their own right Bishop Okobotedoku will be here amen by the grace of God he was just here a few weeks ago he's flying all the way back from Abidjan just to be with us amen I said amen then Bishop Ogo Bishop Edwin Ogo who stands by the right hand of our father Bishop Doug he will be here amen and then Reverend Otibuatian of Love Economy, he will also be here. Amen. And these are people who, I mean, it's not easy to get them. If they have put things aside to be here, I think you should, you should honor it. Amen. Now, the conference has morning sessions and evening sessions. If I were you, I wouldn't do what many people do. Oh, I'm busy. I'm going to lectures. Your lectures are not endless. It's only a Greek students who go to school from 7 to 7. Apart from that, the rest it is a mix. Oh, it's true. I was an a Greek student. I never understood it. I will leave my hall. I'm going for classes. And the social so people are there. Political science, they are there. Law students are there. Everything, they are there. And we'll go and we'll come back and they are still there. And I used to wonder, do they go to school at all? <laughs> and I have discovered it is still the same. So apart from, <laughs> apart from those one or two courses that are 12 hours a day and things. It's not many of you. The rest of you, you see, when you have a morning free, be here. An afternoon free, be here. Do you get it? Just do that mix and matching. You will be surprised at how God will organize whoever is preaching to meet you as you come. I, do you understand what I'm saying? So let's say, um, let's say Wednesday morning you have a lecture, so you can't be here. But you have um, Wednesday evening, because we start quite early in the afternoon, and you come. You see that you are full. Or you don't understand what I'm saying, what what has passed, the morning has passed, but as you've come, you've received your share. Or maybe you came in the morning, and as you came in the morning, what you received, why am I, and then you go. So let's do our best, is that okay? Oh, you're not minding me again. (laughs) Hallelujah. We also need volunteers who will be helping us with various things, and so when you are called upon, please, just add yourself. I am looking for a lot of volunteers so that there's no one person who misses out on everything. Do you get me? So, we need ashes. But once some people say, I'm ashing from this time to this time, I'm doing it from that time. It's our house. If you go to your father's house and there's an activity in your father's house and you separate yourself, I don't know what you are trying to say. Yeah, yeah. But a correct child of the house, when it's your house, you do your everything. Okay. Have I said enough? yeah we also had some t-shirts you didn't buy so they have all been bought now hopefully eh, ask anybody, This is your lateness and your catcher but when they return because they'll get another batch, just be in them is that okay I said is it okay yeah amen some of you don't know how to enjoy life one of the ways of enjoying life is to belong to something why do you think people are so tight after they are old students this and they are owes to them that and they are what what from there it's because belonging is where the joy is amen and I don't see why you should go and belong to something are you with me when you belong that's when the thing is nice but when you cut yourself off and you are half in and half out you don't really enjoy anything you don't really enjoy so please enter some of you, you belong to things that are not healthy. Yeah, 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 yeah. All these keep fit things that you see around, they are not healthy at all. Yeah, they will do and uh, go and do the keep fit when they finish eating and drinking and your my boy. This one is with this one's wife, and this one with this one's wife. And this. this, this. Yes, Yes. Yeah. But I can assure you that what you belong to here is a healthy thing. So join it and let it work. And when you join it and it is not exciting, you make it exciting. Why are you waiting for someone to do? Why? <laughs> Me? I've lived my life. I always get into something. I say, what is not there, I will do. Yeah. And I'm still enjoying life. Oh. Amen. Another thing that is going to be happening from now... Is that at the end of service, we're going to try. We can't do so much immediately after present service because we have another service. But after word encounter, we're going to have what we call intimate counseling. Wow. Amen. <laughs> intimate counseling is a good place to put your hands together. <laughs> intimate counseling is the time when all pastors are going to be available you will come and you'll see who is sitting where well, you choose your pastor and or they choose you do you get it you get a call and you'll say that oh so so and so is, would like to meet you this sunday or you yourself feel that i want to talk to a pastor and you go and talk to them amen go and talk to, it doesn't mean you have an unsurmountable problem it just means that you need some counseling hey and it can go from crunk crunk to grand-grand. You can discuss anything. Is it cause work? Is it home issues? Is it your roommate? Is it what? It's the only way. We're just trying to support you a little bit on your way in this world. Amen. Is that okay? Hallelujah. So, after all our Bible studies and appointment academy, the pastors will position themselves. Some will take this tent, that tent, that tent. Just one pastor in a place so that there's space. Nobody's hearing your matter. Yeah. And you go and sit down and you just have a good chat is that okay so when you get a call saying that lady pastor everyone said i should call you or reverend so and so i should call you pastor so and so say i should call you. you don't do your things some of you are so rude i don't know what she brought you yes okay 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 what's that what's that if you a properly brought up young lady or young man, when somebody calls you, pick the phone, they say hello say hello, says I am so, so and so, and this person has asked me to go, oh thank you very much I would really do my best to be there I'm grateful for your call, that's all what does it cost you? these days I'm going to be facing down this ahuchira, it's becoming too much ah somebody calls you, yes is that what you were taught? i will go and find the book courtesy for boys and girls that we had in primary school and you'll buy it to know how to answer a phone call (laughs) somebody knocks at your door you know that it's your shepherd then you say who that your face who that (laughs) who that you wait you'll be in a place in this world nobody will call you that's when you will know that it is a privilege to have somebody calling you In fact, don't let my tongue come this early morning. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Are you here? Powerful. Let's go into the word we were talking about the natural and the supernatural. Film stars, it's not the supernatural and the natural. It's the natural and the supernatural. The natural <laughs>
1: uh,
5: Hallelujah. I started teaching on this last week because these kind of teachings increase your sensitivity. And the only way to increase your portion in the middle of a prophetic meeting is to increase your sensitivity. So when you are not sensitive to spiritual things, you can be in the presence of God. Cry, everything will just pass you by. Are you there? We call it having a flat nose flat nose you cannot smell well yeah a flat nose you can't i mean the holy spirit is moving around you can't even see you're walking yum, i'm going to we, i'm going to be <laughs> you have not even seen that something is happening or that god is speaking to you and i believe last week i gave you the example of um jacob i think i gave you that example I think, I don't remember because I preached the same thing in two services but Jacob had come to a place it was night time he picked a place up put down a stone and lay down to sleep and while he was asleep he began to see a ladder going up to heaven and began to see the angels of God going up and down on the ladder when he woke up in the morning he said, and God spoke to him, gave him a promise so when he woke up he said "Hey, I never knew God was here said God what the Lord was in this place and I knew it not and unfortunately for many of us that's our experience that it is afterwards that we realize that the Lord was there and that's why I'm talking to you about the natural and the supernatural so that your sensitivity is increased and improved is that okay because we are not yet at the end of our season of receiving not at all not at all because i've called the conference the art of evangelism some of you are thinking that i'm um, evangelism i'm not an evangelist i won't come but you can ask those who were here last year yeah they uh, there's a couple in church it was at the yeah it's and you see this they are going to be sharing beloveds how can we share beloveds It is because you have not yet reached the age where you should be marrying and you are trying to marry and you cannot see anybody. That's when you know that it's a precious thing. Yeah. It's a precious... I know 35-year-old men who can't marry up to now. Up to now. They are 35, they are ready, they are working, they've got good jobs, but either ability to see is not there or mischief makers in their family. Hey! Do you know that you will never know if there are some mischief makers in your family till you reach there? Hey, you are very quiet. One of my friends, he told me that he went to a family meeting. They ridiculed him because the men in his family don't marry. They laughed at him. Ah, you, you want to marry? He was including his father. Yeah, including his father. They didn't understand at all. His father's motto is to born. One woman, one child, then he moves on. That he will not even have two children with a man so that he will say that he has power. So one man, one one woman, one child, then we move on. One woman, one child. And you may not know. You may not even see these things in your family. But when you come into a certain meeting, into a certain kind of atmosphere, and a word is spoken, suddenly all those things don't affect you. And you are a normal person, and the Lord is able to move. Hallelujah. But it only comes by a certain ability to appreciate and to recognize supernatural. I shouldn't even say supernatural. Spiritual things happening. Hallelujah. Are you there? Hmm. Judges chapter 13. I'm going to read a long passage of scripture because I know you didn't read your Bible. Judges chapter 13 from verse 3. The angel of the Lord appeared unto the woman and said unto her, Behold, now thou art barren and bearest not, but thou shalt conceive and bear a son. Now therefore, beware, I pray thee, and drink not wine nor strong drink, and eat not any unclean thing. For, lo, thou shalt conceive and bear a son. And no razor shall come on his head for the child shall be a Nazarite unto God from the womb and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. Then the woman came and told her husband saying, A man of God came unto me and his countenance was like the countenance of an angel of God. Very terrible. But I asked him not whence he was neither told he me his name. But he said unto me, Behold, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, and now drink no wine, nor strong drink, neither eat any unclean thing, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb to the day of his death. Then Manoah, that's her husband, entreated the Lord and said, O my Lord, let the man of God which thou didst send come again unto us, and teach us what we shall do unto the child that shall be born. And God hearkened to the voice of Manoah, and the angel of God came again unto the woman as she sat in the field. But her, Manoah, her husband, was not with her. The woman made haste and ran and showed her husband and said to him, Behold, the man hath appeared unto me that came unto me the other day. And Manoah arose and went after his wife and came to the man and said, Art thou the man that spakest unto the woman? And he said, I. Let's jump to verse 15. And Manoah said unto the angel of the Lord, I pray thee, let us detain thee until we have made ready a kid for thee. And the angel of the Lord said unto Manoah, Though thou detain me, I will not eat thy bread. And if thou would offer a burnt offering, thou must offer it unto the Lord. For Manoah knew not that he was an angel of the Lord. And Manoah said unto the angel of the Lord, What is thy name? That when thy sayings come to pass, we may do thee honor. <laughs> and the angel of the Lord said unto him, why as thou thus after my name, seeing it is a secret? So Manoah took a kid with them with a meat offering and offered it upon a rock unto the Lord, and the angel did wondrously. And Manoah and his wife looked on, for it came to pass when the flame went up toward heaven. From off the altar, the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame of the altar. And Manoah and his wife looked on it and fell on their faces to the ground. Wow. Amen. Are you here? Here is a couple who for so many years had been calling unto the Lord that they needed a child. They needed a child. And one day, the woman has a spiritual experience and she experiences that somebody comes and talks to her and says so many things about having the child and so forth. Now, if you are in the field and a man just appears, something must occur to you that but this person was not here a few minutes ago. But she said, the man came and it appeared as though he was an angel. And that's how many of us are you have a supernatural experience but you say it is natural you try to bring it down then God in his mercy sends the angel back and throughout the interaction with the angel they keep on thinking that they are talking to a man of God meanwhile you are talking to an angel are you in the house or you have traveled these people we are talking about these are Samson's parents You see, and they were a good couple and just like many of us many of you are good people but your spiritual or supernatural antenna are just not working. Uh-huh. Because you keep on letting your mind get involved too much in it. But even as they stood there and they were thinking about things, even the man's reaction when he was asked his name should have made them see that ah, this is something. Many of you, you have had angelic visitations, but you don't know you are in your room and the curtain goes like this no then you start to bind I bind I break I roll away out meanwhile the Lord has sent you an angel but because you believe more in the presence and the abilities of evil than you do in the power and the abilities of the God that you serve you miss it Uh, you are suddenly quiet Uh, are you in the house are you with me so far I said if we say a demon was here you say really when we say an angel was here you say oh how when we say that the family witch in your house they have sent a snake you say really where is it oh god help me save me but when a man of God or man of God is ministering to you and says that I see you doing well and I see something good coming your way, you say, oh, how? Oh, how? As if your God is powerless. Hey, ask your neighbor, have you, have you had a, a, a spiritual experience before? Have you had a spiritual visitation before? <laughs> ah amen 1st Corinthians 2.14 then but the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God do you understand it now so now the spirit of God the things of the spirit of God are coming but you cannot receive it why not for they are foolishness unto him when you do not have faith It looks like foolishness. I notice, for instance, that many of you, when you fall into difficulty and into need, you don't even talk to God about it. Your first reaction is, Who can I talk to? Who can I get help from? But you don't even pray about it. And the reason is because how to believe that my prayer, God will answer it? How to believe it is a problem. How to believe that those fees will be paid? how to believe that I will get a place to stay without selling my body for it without doing 419 for it how to believe it are you in the church or you have traveled take us to Matthew chapter 6 let me show you scripture you remember that I started you know today I have given up on trying to do the points (laughs) because I shared with you I said if you have a strong solid background in the scriptures you will not have a lot of problems. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6. Start scrolling down from around verse maybe 15 or something. Um, go up a little. 25 is not bad. Let's, but go up a little. Let me see something. Go to, okay, let's start from here. Um, let's start from 19. Lay not up for yourself treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal here is Jesus speaking and he's telling you what not to concentrate on don't concentrate on things that can be taken away or things that are temporal but what do we do what do we do Yay! at the back what do we do Yay! that's it we are concentrating on how to get more next one verse twenty-one but lay up for yourselves see verse 20 is fine treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal meanwhile if we are to look at those who are trying to work for the Lord and lay up treasures in heaven it's about 20% of the congregation the other 80% is doing nothing not laying up anything at all verse 21 for where your treasure is there will your heart be also do you see now why you are struggling to come to church or you're always late and you're always outside? You are struggling because your heart is not there and your heart is not there because your treasure is somewhere else, not in the house of God. Verse 22. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thy eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. If you want to see inside a to close one eye, look with the other, you see everything that's inside there. Says the light of the body is the eye. So if your eye is single, if you are committed to God singly, but you are committed to God, but you are committed to money and you are believing devils and you are going to other places and you are believing other things and you are going. To so there's no light. Let's continue but if thy eye be evil thy whole body shall be full of darkness and today churches are full of people whose eyes are totally dark you are in church alright but you see nothing spiritual you don't understand anything that is going on they said if therefore the light that is in you is darkness how great is that darkness Twenty. continue no man can serve two masters please ask your neighbor who and who are you serving Some of you are saving money, God and money, God and a boy, God and a girl, God and selfish ambition, God and something else and he said you can't serve both, either you hate the one and love the other. Or hold to the one and despise the other You cannot serve God And mammon But what do we have now We have a generation trying to serve God And money Mammon is just another word for money Therefore I say unto you Take no thought for your life What you shall eat Or what you shall drink Nor yet for your body What you shall put on Is not this life more than meat And the body more than raiment? He said don't do it but what are we doing That's it. When you are broke, you don't know God again. Yeah. You don't know God again. What is your worry in this life? Exactly what he says don't worry about. What you eat, what you drink, what you wear, your school fees, where you sleep, how you, what will happen after service. What you, that's exactly what you are worrying about. Exactly what he said you shouldn't worry about. That's what you are worrying about. Because you don't read your scripture, so you don't know. Look at the fowls of the air. They sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better
0: than them?
5: Sometimes my heart breaks for God. Yeah, so able to do us good, but we believe evil about him. So, are you not better than the birds? The birds they eat every day, meanwhile, they don't farm. But they eat every day. And he's asking you, Are you not more than a bed? But yeah, yeah, you see what it is. yeah. I'm eating for three days. Child of God, stop, stop. For once in your life, take the scripture, open it, read it, and begin to believe it. For once in your life, for once for once in your life verse 27 which of you by taking thought if I learned this one I would have used another translation (laughs) by thinking by worrying can you change your height verse 27 (laughs) it says what can all your worries add a single moment to your life 28 go back to King James And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field. How they grow. They toil not. Neither do they spend. They don't weave. Continue. Ah. And yet I say unto you that Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. So Solomon had a lot of money and as he dressed himself, the scripture is saying that even his clothing, it is not as perfect as what God does with his flowers, have you seen the beauty of a flower before, the symmetry of a flower the way everything matches and is on time I mean, even the colors within it match wherefore if God so clothed the grass of the field which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven shall he not much more clothe you O oh, ye of little faith said the grass that we cut and we throw it away crample he takes care of it are you not more than that therefore take no thought saying what shall we eat what shall we drink or wherewithal shall we be clothed for all these things do the Gentiles seek for your heavenly father knoweth that you have need of all these things but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things don't clap just listen all these things shall be added to you this is where our naturalness now comes because you ask yourself, if I am seeking the kingdom of God, in other words, doing the things that promote the work of God on this earth, how then does it bring me clothing? And how then does it bring me rent? And how then does it bring me a job? You are asking a foolish question. No, excuse me. I'll explain to you why I'm saying it's a foolish question. It's a foolish big question because are you God? Are you God? He says that if you do these things then he will add to you. And now you are questioning him to say how are you going to add to me? If you knew the how you would not need him. You don't know the how. Your business is the first part. Seek first the kingdom if you are spiritual enough. Seek him. The reason you haven't done is that you are natural. You are naturally saying that, "Oh, how will this? how? How will it work for me? How? You are concerned about what is not your business. When you are a child in the house, do you concern with yourself with how your father brings money to the house? If you're a child, you are a child and you are just there and then they go and buy the food and they come, and then they are doing their things. It's when you grow that you begin to look at mysterious things. Are you there? and so it is your naturalness that you need to overcome yeah amen Amen. you need to begin to make some decisions and begin to just follow how will you know when the supernatural is happening to you take us to Hebrews 5 how will you know how will you know and this is where or this is why people get confused Hebrews 5.14 Hebrews 5.14 But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Now, the reason why sometimes we get confused and sometimes we are not able to function in the supernatural. It's because of God's choice to reach us through our organs of perception. Here it says, there are senses exercised. What are the senses? What are the senses? Did you go to school? The eyes, the ears, taste, smell, feel this is exactly how God works with us so the same eye that is looking straight that can see the girl in front of you is the same eye he will use for you to see a supernatural thing the same ear that with which you have been listening to unbeliever music you know do you see why you are not helping yourself because after you have finished blasting unbeliever music now when another music comes the ear is not even sensitive or you have not noticed yeah are you here and so he uses those very very same organs if you want proof let's go to first Samuel in first Samuel you're going to have to find the scripture for me where God is speaking to Samuel I think it's around chapter 3 the little boy Samuel had come into the temple and he had been serving in the temple but he had not yet gotten to know God and as he sat there one day he heard a voice calling him, he was lying down Eli had gone to sleep and he was lying down and he heard a voice saying Samuel and he got up and he ran to go and answer him go down just four The Lord calls him and he answered, here am I. You see, he heard a voice. He said, here I am. Because God did not use another ear. He used the ear that the guy has. And that's why many times after you've worked with God for some time, you know that you've heard him. If you come and say, how did you hear? You just say, I heard. Because if I ask you right now, how are you hearing my voice? What will you say? Please, are you hearing me over there? Hello? Can you hear? Okay, so can you describe how you are hearing? You can't. You are just hearing. But that one you believe. Now this young boy had now heard a voice call him. Say, I'm here. And the voice called him three times. And each time he got up, he ran to where Eli was. You called because that's the only person he knows who's been calling him. But Eli, for all that he was, an old, weak and blind man, he knew something about God. And he said to him, it must be God who's calling. Listen, when you go and lie down again, and the voice calls you again, say, speak, Lord, thy servant hears. I want to ask you a question. If the voice of God did not sound like a voice of man, why was the boy confused? I'm asking you another question. I said, if the voice with which God spoke to Samuel if it was not like the voice of a man, why was the boy confused? And here, right here, is the problem many of us face. We have in our own mind how God should speak to us. It is not helped by our African movies. Because in the African movies, when something spiritual is happening, the light, they will come. so in our mind God will be speaking to us but he will speak to us in a certain way. Some of us even imagine that he will use King James English which today is not what we use. King James English was spoken in the day of King James. Today we speak modern English. So why do you think he's only going to come and talk to you in King James English? I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying that why do you think that it has to be? Amen. Amen. So he used the same ears the boy was hearing with. But this time he needed to know that it was God who was speaking. Many times you come around, you're walking in church, or even walking around somewhere. There's something called the unannounced interchange. When God suddenly, the person is speaking to you, and all of a sudden, you know that this thing, even though it looks like a person speaking to me, it is God who has spoken. If you are clapping, clap properly. Like your hands belong to you. Yeah. It is called the unannounced interchange. When God does not announce himself, he doesn't say, I'm coming you. No. But he's using your same organs of perception. One of the organs of perception that he uses very often. If you are in a place when the presence of God comes, sometimes it's as though your hair has stood. And you know the hair. Yeah, your head, you just realize that Something Something Are you here? Are you becoming a slightly Spiritual person? Yeah, it's supernatural Things, but he does it in an Ordinary way There was a lady who Brought me up a bit in my When I was an early Christian She belonged to, she was married To a very rich man who used to beat her up quite often Oh yes, she used to have her quiet time in the bathroom. Because if it comes to meet her praying there, Charlie, it will not be easy for her. The man had gone to find another lady. And she was so devastated to hear that the man was going to marry the woman. And had taken the woman to the to UK to go and shop. And she had cried before the Lord. She said, I'm a Christian. I don't believe in divorce. I don't want to divorce. This is my marital home. God help me. The lady was a seamstress. She had a huge, what, uh, what do you call it, industry in her house. People coming, in. And everybody knew they come and they say, where's mommy? They say she's in the uh, bathroom. Everybody knew that you don't disturb her there. But on this day, which was the day before the wedding of this man to, <laughs> to, <the laughs> to his mistress, she had gone into the bathroom as usual to cry upon God. And she heard a knock on the door. And she was wondering, but who, who, who that because <laughs> everybody knows that when she's in the bathroom, you don't disturb. But the next she said, Who is that? It was her four-year-old daughter. And she opened the door because she said, Hey, what does this little girl want? When the little girl walked in, then she said, The man says, I should tell you Zechariah 4 6. Yeah. Zechariah 4 6. Now, some of you would have said, what? This is, so you have come all the way to the bathroom to come and disturb my prayer time and my peace to come and be talking. Could you not have waited? And but she was a spiritual woman who believes in the supernatural. And she said to herself, This four year old, I've only taught her the Bible stories. I have never read from the book of Zechariah before to her. How does she even know that there's a book called uh, Zachariah?" Immediately, she knew that her daughter had had a supernatural experience. Some of us, God has spoken to us in scriptures. You have been there, you have opened your Bible as if the scripture has jumped out of you, uh, to you. And that's God speaking to you in the scripture. I say, Oh. I think it's not anything. Just give me another version of the Bible. This one I don't understand. <laughs> so the lady said, she quickly went from her Bible because she didn't know the scripture of by heart. And she said, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. She said as soon as she read the scripture, her tears ceased. She knew that God was speaking. Saturday came to write and her husband left the house early. Going to wedding day, wedding bells, wedding bells, wedding bells. The man was going to marry another woman, so she was in the house trying to concentrate on her things. Hey, at a certain point in the afternoon, one of her friends, we all have such friends, called and said, Hey, have you heard what has happened? She said, No, I've not heard what has happened. She said, mm, You have not heard from your husband at all. She said, "No, I've not." She said, "Your God is mighty, eh? Your God is great, eh? This God we have been praying to is fantastic." And my friend said, "What has happened?" She said, "The girl the man was supposed to marry had taken everything he had given to her and gone and married another man." <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Are you in the house? She said, what? What did you say? The friend said, your husband's to be wife. He has taken everything they bought. The wedding dress from the UK bought in pounds. The shoes, the jewelry, the wedding cake, everything. She has taken it. She has crossed to another church and she has married the guy of her dreams. Hey! My friend, what did you do? She started to laugh. She said she did nothing. She was in the house when later in the evening, the husband came, quiet and sober. and she asked him, can I serve you supper? Oh, yes, please, sir. I need some supper. <laughs> can, can I bring you some water? Yes, please, sir. I need some water. That was how God ended it. That's how he ended it. Hallelujah. But some of us by Saturday morning or Friday, you say, Lord, I've been praying about this matter. You have not answered me. I'm also going to find another man. I'm going to sort out my own self. I've been waiting. I've been praying, praying, praying. I thought you said you would take care of me. But look, I'm feeling very hungry here. I've not seen you. You have not done anything. My friend. My friend. I said, my friend. You must become supernatural. Become a spiritual person believing in spiritual things, hallelujah oh i said what hallelujah amen what are the organs of perception eyes to see ears to hear nose to smell yes right in this church many years ago we were just that half of the church our archbishop at the time he was Reverend Big Daddy he had not yet become or Bishop Big Daddy he had not yet become an archbishop he came to stand by that door and the car park was another person's land and there was water on it because it had rained over time and he stood at the door and then he looked at me and he said Lady Reverend Joy you must buy this land when he said it I smiled and I laughed to myself because we had gone to negotiate and the owner had told us he was not smelling then he said, there are demons on the land. When we clear them, so I can smell them. Yeah, he says that a plot of land that has a certain kind of presence of demons. I can smell them, and I smell that smell over here. Let us pray. We'll clear it, and then you go back and negotiate. So, he went and stood, and he prayed his prayer. Hey, but they didn't see any demon. Be waiting to see. <laughs> I told him, he said, "Me, I couldn't smell that and it was true, that place had a smell but we always thought the smell was from water that is just standing truly, truly after that prayer when the owner arrived back again from the US, we went to see him to negotiate, and this time he said I don't know why but I'll sell you the land I'll sell you the land yeah, that is the land some of you are sitting on right now, that is the land that is the car park yeah But i just said this to say to you that it was through some organs of perception a smell said no you cannot be here and demons will be living this close to you they have to leave hallelujah ask your neighbor can you smell something he gives us the skin to just feel the tongue to taste and these are exactly what he uses When a supernatural thing is going to happen. I want to end by just saying something to you. (laughs) In fact, I have to share two things with you. Let's go first of all to Matthew 13. In verse 13. Matthew 13, 13. the, The disciples were wondering why... um, some people were not understanding why why was Jesus speaking in parables and he said therefore speak I to them in parables because seeing they see not are you seeing it they seeing see not and hearing they hear not neither do they understand some of you have been in church a very long time you see but you don't see you can see people who have been faithful to God And you can see God's faithfulness to them. But you are seeing, but you cannot see. You are hearing. You have been in the house of God. We are preaching word of God, word of God, word of God, word of God. You are hearing, but you don't hear. That's why you are still fornicating. That's why you are still masturbating. That's why you are still lying. That's why you are still cheating. And he goes on to say, neither do they understand. Today, you're going to ask God to help you to hear. You need to hear so that when you hear God is saying something, you will actually hear it. Yeah. You will actually see it. I've come to see that people can have their eyes open, but they cannot see anything. Hey. Are you there? You can have your eyes open, but you can't see anything. Yeah. And you will not know it until you need it. I remember one time going to preach at a certain ladies' program, and when I went there, this was a church that I knew before, a church of a lot of order. Then I was wondering who the ashes were, and I saw the ashes in the program. First of all, they had a sign behind them saying "Asha." Second, the sign was written on cardboard. Third, on some of them, it was even turned upside down. And I knew that I was looking at an organiser who seen, saw not. Because that house was a house of order. You don't even know how the ashes are put together. Because you can't see. I tell you, at the back, so, so how do you know it's an asher? <laughs> I'm just asking you, a question. If the sign is at your back, how will you know? Yeah. Because they are, it was a programme, everybody is a visitor. We don't know your people, they were not in uniform. Because usually the uniform is how you notice that something but the sign was behind the back upside down we should stand on but it's a classic example of somebody you are in the church you can see but you can't see yeah when you think you know everything that's what happens to you you suddenly get there you realize I don't know how to organize it I don't know how to do it hey mercy are you there then Jesus went on talking to his people and he said, These people's heart is waxed gross. Their ears are dull of hearing. Their eyes they have closed. Lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their hearts and should be converted and I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. From today may you have a seeing eye and a hearing ear to hear and to see the things that God has brought your way. To see and to hear them. Hallelujah. Are you in the house? To see and to hear them. And finally, the last thing I want to share with you today is that you will miss the supernatural if you always look for the spectacular. Supernatural is supernatural. It is not necessarily spectacular. Have you not noticed that sometimes you go to a meeting and everybody seems to have had an experience. Some people have fallen laying on the ground. They've been slain. The Holy Spirit's around. And you are just there and you feel as you go that then God has not spoken to me and God has not said anything. You'll miss it. God can speak to you without being dramatic. It can be God alright. But he doesn't need to do drama. He can also choose to do drama. It depends on how you are. Or how he chooses to reach you Are you in the house? Yeah It's up to him But the fact that you are not experiencing things The way somebody is experiencing it Doesn't mean that God is not in it some of you, as you have come, you have come, and you are. We are asking you come and do this job. Come and be a basanta leader. Come and be a basanta minister. Come and take care of some people. It may look to you or sound to you like it's just something that is being said, but you pick it and see where it will lead you. Just pick it and see. There was no thunder. Candle- there was no line my son my son I'm sending you to go and be a wonder a sign and a wonder to the people. in your generation you'll be speaking and people will be following there's nothing like that it was just it looked like just somebody's voice but take it and see follow it and see you may discover all along that the Lord was just talking to you hallelujah are you in the house the Bible says in Matthew 22 and verse 14 as I close that many are called but few are chosen Yeah, many are called but few are chosen the reason why many miss it is that they don't hear the call they don't see the call amen I notice many of you who have been asked to do things you want someone to beg you to do them this morning I was watching the different groups of of dancing stars I was watching their numbers and I could see that most of them, you are in the congregation. You are not in uniform because you didn't come to dance, because you think you are doing somebody a favor, not knowing that it is something you are doing for God. And perchance that is your door, but the lightness with which you have treated it, you know, that's why you are not seeing that as a blessing to you. Mm. Oh, I was just helping the church. Hey. <laughs> Please ask, you're helping who? you helping who? You should wake up and become a supernatural and spiritual person. I never knew one day I'd be talking to nice young people like you. But it was just by taking everything that was given to me seriously, that I saw that I was moving. Somebody that dancing, that's your wealth. If you are poor tomorrow, don't blame God. Don't blame him at all. Yeah, that's it have it. And, but I don't want to be dancing for life. Somebody should slap your mouth for me. Holy Ghost, just slap the person for me. Just slap the person for me. <laughs> Are you in the church? Yeah. Singers who won't sing. Yeah. Let, me, let me just tell you something. Yeah. Let me just tell you something. You may take it for granted that a thousand people listen to you every Sunday. But you will finish school and you will discover that it is not simple to gather a thousand people to listen to you in particular have you not seen people doing a program, they go and do the program, do the PR do everything, when they go for the program 20 people yeah, because in your natural state you cannot see that God is doing something yeah some of you dancers, it is the experience that you have here, that you will use to go and lead something, somewhere in future, but you are fooling with it Because you think you are dancing for your leaders. Mm. Yeah. We struggle in the house just to get people to usher. Not knowing that that's the door you need. And I can give you testimony after testimony. Yeah. Testimony after testimony. People who worked in church and as they went into the secular and they were doing this, you are very good at this thing and they thought they were oh come and do and they were on their way in their job but the truth is that they had learnt it by what they did in the house of God yes by just being good at what they did in the house of God most of you your presentations that you were doing if you were serious Christians you present easily yes because preachers we present very easily A presentation is nothing to us. Ah, We preach without looking at notes. How much more when we now have the slide up there? We will just flow. We just flow. Yeah, we just flow. But when we called you, you thought you were doing us. You couldn't hear with your spiritual eye. You couldn't see with your spiritual eye. You couldn't see. I'm preaching to you. I'm preaching to you this morning. Yeah. I said, I'm preaching to you this morning. I was watching one of my sons the other day he was speaking to a crowd of thousands of people holding his microphone easily talking and you say oh it's because he's clever no because he's a preacher for years he has preached in front of people he's a very shy guy on his own i could be is it true or it's not true yeah. never looking back challenges from what do i call it yeah i'm looking for a word just from even accepting the authority of others over you it breeds in you a certain discipline I suddenly found out that everywhere that he has gone because he knows how to work with an authority figure his bosses like him but he would never have known if he didn't work in church ask your neighbor I hope your flat nose is being cured yeah hallelujah this morning I want you to stand to your feet and for a few minutes I want you to pray for yourself that your ears will hear what God says that your eyes will see I thank God for Bishop Doug who tells us that he has never seen Jesus Christ he has reached where he has reached just by following those convictions and perceptions just by understanding that let me do it, This is what I think God is letting me do talk to him today to the Lord. Lord, my ears, my eyes, my organs of perception, let them be alert to you in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Oh, lift up your voice and pray. You are not dumb. Lift up your voice. Lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice. Lift your voice and pray. today. That your ears will be open and sensitive. Your eyes will be open. Your nose will smell. Your your skin will feel. Lift up your voice. You are praying. I've not asked you to stop. Some of you, your ears need to open. There's too much stubbornness. I bind that evil spirit in your life pride is an evil spirit may it be bound also out of your life in Jesus name talk to the Lord talk to the Lord talk to the Lord outside we are praying lift up your voice, talk to the Lord that you become a person who lives in the supernatural oh yes oh yes, talk to the Lord this morning, oh Jesus help us, in the name of Jesus Marco Masandalama, Rima Sandalama, Kema Sandam. Hallelujah. Salvation and
1: glory, honor and power unto.
5: Take it from the top again. It's a supernatural moment.
1: Hallelujah. Salvation and glory. Honor.
5: the house. every head is bowed and every eye is closed it's a very supernatural moment a very spiritual moment you need to be able to look at yourself and you need to know whether you are born again or not you may have been in church all your life you may have been born into a Christian family you may even be in church and working in church but are you born again Jesus said that which is born of flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit are you born again is your spirit born again if there is any doubt at all in your mind today i want you to clear that doubt if you're saying i'm not sure or maybe you have this time someone just brought you to church and it's your first time or your second time encountering this this invitation i want you to give your life to jesus this morning a spiritual thing you can only only if you Dare to believe it. You are not born again, but you want to be. Lift up your right hand. Jesus told us that it is by a confession, by a prayer. Just lift up your right hand. We're going to pray together. Just lift it up. God bless you. God bless you. Now, if you've lifted your hand up where you are, please just come to me. Just come. I don't want you to think of anyone else. Just come yourself. Just come. Just come to me, please. Step out of where you are and come leave that friend leave those that group of friends and just come god bless you as you come god bless you as you come god bless you as you come, you as you come. just join them you are standing you're outside just come in just come you are the side out there just come it's something that we need to do is a spiritual moment that's what we were asked to do by our lord jesus For the Lord, for the Lord our God is mighty. He's mighty. The Lord our
1: God is omnipotent. The Lord our God,
5: He is one. I'm waiting for somebody. Your heart is even beating where you are standing. I want you to win today. Just come. We will pray a short prayer together. Just Just come. Just come. Oh yes, oh yes We're waiting for you this morning Every week you have fought And you have said I cannot, I cannot But this morning the grace of God is upon you And you are well able Just step out and come It is again a spiritual thing Hallelujah Let us pray If you're standing in front here with me I want you to pray this prayer Congregation help us Make it your prayer this morning You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, from today, from today, you are my savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. Father, I lift up these ones before your throne of grace. I pray that you will be real to them in Jesus' name. Grant them the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Let them understand things that others who have given their lives years before don't understand. And Lord, take them places in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. all of me, I want a you.
0: We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter, at F-O-L-C-I-U-D-A-C. God richly bless you.